Welcome to the Motivation Without the Hype podcast with your host, Jez Perez. He's an author, high-performance coach, and motivational speaker. This show brings you inspiring messages and interviews to unleash your greatness in life and in business. So let's get started. Welcome to Motivation Without the Hype podcast show. My name is Jez Perez, a former procrastinator. Into an action taker, we bring you inspirational messages and interviews, including motivational insights, tips, principles, and proven strategies that you can take action on without the hype in unleashing your greatness in life and in business. Now, we appreciate you plugging in and spending time with us. And we have a very special guest all the way from Canada in Toronto represent. And I'm super grateful to have her on our show. Now, her name is Kalina. She is a young entrepreneur who loves to help people with their personal growth and educate others about the deaf community. Little do people know that Kalina is actually a hard hearing person. She became deaf at the age of four. She recently graduated with a psychology degree and now is starting her own online coaching business while finishing her own published book, which is fantastic. So, Kalina, welcome to the podcast show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I'm excited too as well. I've been thinking about this the last couple of days and like what you do and how you empower others is phenomenal. So to those who don't know you yet, please tell us what you do and who you are. Stephanie, um, just like you mentioned everything, I am mm-hmm. so many things as you can see. <laughs> I am a mental health coach and I am an international speaker. I am a deaf advocacy and I'm an influencer and I also have a book coming out, and which I'm super excited about. Um, just really, so my book is really about me educating people about the deaf community. Wow, and that is amazing. And like to have you on this podcast show to, to learn and to hear your insight, I'm really pumped to just hear your story. And, you know, you're going through a personal journey yourself. How did you become deaf, and how did you overcome and not leaving your passion? Um, so I became deaf due to an infection. Uh, however, I was prescribed an ear job for my family doctor, and at the time, I was going to daycare. But daycare staff members did not follow instruction at all. So that same day when they didn't follow instruction, I actually went home, and I became deaf. I was literally watching TV, and I, it was loud. I didn't know. And my mom tapped my shoulder, and mm-hmm. when I saw you guys, I jumped. I jumped. I had a four-year-old, and I looked at my mom dead in the face, and she was talking. I looked at her, and I said, wait, what? And... And she was like, hello. And then she, and then I said, I can't hear you. And my mom took Ashley right away. She called my grandmother. Luckily, she was a nurse. And so my grandma rushed from the from the hospital, tried to sit down with me, did a assessment. And, um, and then after my grandma said, okay, Kalina can't hear. And we went to the family doctor the next day, and they said, there's nothing we can do. Kalina completely deaf. And yeah. the reason why, yeah, it's very a lot. And... Um, the reason why I have so much passion and motivation is because when I was growing up, I never had anybody that looked like myself or represent me in my community mm-hmm. because there's very few, right? It's very rare to see a doctor to interaction with the hand community where I do want to make that change and kind of put a band-aid on that with both the hand community and the deaf community. So how did you overcome those challenges over these years? I mean, like, it would have been not traumatic, but it would be really hard to, to progress how did you overcome that, still have that resiliency and have that tenacious attitude to just say, you know what, I'm going to keep on going. How did that come about for you? 
Um, I was bullied a lot of times in school, and um, you know, I thank I thank God for the bullies because they taught me how to be stronger. So that's mm-hmm. one bullies, and number two, support for my family. My family always taught me how to be advocating for myself and always told me to stand up for myself. Always told me to speak up, especially mm-hmm. like where I'm come from. My background is very like multicultural. So my family are very like open and very um honest. So they really taught mm. me a lot about that. And lastly, third thing is, I actually had a guidance counselor who did not believe in me. She actually did not put my grades in for post secondary, and she thought I was not capable of it. So I ended up wow. being pushed back, and I proved her wrong. And I said no, like you can't push yeah. me back. And I proved her wrong. Come st- Yeah, and so I proved her wrong, and I got to step into all the university I wanted to get into. And actually, a month ago, I actually showed up to her office, actually, because the school wanted me to be a speaker in that school, or my high school, which is kind of fascinating. And she saw me, <laughs> oh, she nice. kind of, yeah, so like her mouth just dropped when she saw me. She's like, Kalina, what, what? And I, and I said, yeah. And then she knew what was, like, a stop in the face, like, I should have not dealt the student. And so that was the reason why I kept going, because that going concert really taught me that, Sometimes you have to prove so many people wrong, even though they don't think you can do it. Yeah. So to those who are listening right now in the, you know, the podcast audience through video and audio, they might be going through this similar journey with you. It may not be with a disability. It could be also bullying as well. And, you know, bullying in Australia is quite, uh, you know, there's a lot of awareness around this. If someone is actually experiencing, who are actually listening to this podcast show, what would be your inspo to them? I would tell them that sometimes you have to bully them back in order for them to stop because mm. I feel like a lot of times we just let it push underneath the rock and we need to learn that enough is enough eventually you're gonna burn out yourself and you're like why am I not just happen to me where you know where you can say something and make a change into it and I also try to tell people sometimes it's there to show show you and boost your confidence a lot of times yeah. people think really it's just there and I'm like no it actually helps you build confidence maybe the nature, the universe wants you that happen so that you can build that confidence to say that I'm being bullied, but it doesn't mean I'm going to make the bully continue affecting me. Yeah, I love that as well because, you know, and I like that word, enough is enough. And I think that's what the listeners need to hear right now is you got to tell yourself that enough is enough. And uh, in every situation is to rise above it. And that's what you've done. You've, you, you rose above it. You continue on. You told yourself, you know, I'm bigger and better than this. And now, you know, like you said, you know, the universe has turned it around and now you're doing things that you love to do. What was that spark for you in this passion of helping others? Was there a moment of time that kind of said, yep, I'm doing this or you came through an experience? What was it like? Um, So I actually came through two experiences. The one experience happened when a little boy approached me when I was actually at work. I used to work at a big park called Canada Wonderland. And a little boy approached me. He was actually a duck boy, too. He was hair and age. My hair was in a ponytail. And I thought he was lost. But he's like, no, I wear hair and age, too. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so his mom came to me full of joy. And she was, like, speechless. And she said, you're the first um, duck person that my son sees in the hand community. I encourage my son that nothing's wrong with him. He can interact with the hand community. And, you know, I was just like, wow, like, what? And I'm like, it's so true because when I was growing up, the same thing happened. I never came across someone that was like me. And so that, that was a very wild, wild experience in my life. And the second experience was 
I, when I was in university, I actually had a professor who was also deaf. And he actually, no one knew he was deaf until he paused the lecture and said, hold on, I need to change my hair in a battery. And spent up the whole lecture. And I was like, whoa. whoa. Yeah. How? how? Like, it was just mind-blowing for me. And that's when I said, I had a deaf profession. I had no idea. And I spoke to him, and we had a conversation. And he said, sometimes you have to keep going and use your voice because you just never know who's watching you and who needs you. Just that's the way you needed me to help you. I love that. Right? And that, That's so cool. Yes, it was that's amazing. And that's a really good segue to this question is, you know, for someone who may experience some or, uh, you know, going through some disability challenges, how does one become confident and really remove that self-doubt from within them? I would say uh, really, surely, it's really how you feed your brain, just like the way how you feed your body. If you want to feed okay. it healthy, mm-hmm. You have to feed it really healthy. What get into information and what kind of support system you have. It's very important to um, really learn who's around you, who's affecting you toxically, healthy. Yeah. You yeah. really need to be aware because yeah. that's that's how it helps you grow. For mm. me, when I was growing up, I had toxic friends that was like, "Oh, let's go to a party or let's do," and they're making me think do things uncomfortable. And I was like, "No, no, no. Okay, this is not my friend." Because that's not what I'm looking for. And a lot of times, sometimes we feel like we can't cut the judging people off because we feel bad. But at the same yeah. time, your environment and your energy is super important. That's the key a lot of people don't understand, especially boosting your self-esteem confidence. Like it's really, really important to be mindful who you're surrounding yourself with and what you're feeding into your body, especially like social media, for example. Social media is a big issue now that a lot of people look up to you and it's like, no, you have to be really careful who you're watching social media because social media people can lie all the time. And I've noticed, yeah. yeah, and like people need to learn that you need to be careful what you watch as well. So it's really, really depends on one, how serious you are about yourself, two, your environment, your energy, and third, your social media. Yeah, and that's really important. I think the supporting network is really important and the people that you're around with. Uh, you know, your, your mission is to help young professionals who are in the deaf community. How, how, did, how did that start about and what are you currently doing at the moment to help them get empowered, get inspired to become the best version of themselves? It all started when I met my mentor who um, who met me through a friend from high school. Yeah. And she noticed that with deaf. And she's like, oh, my God, you should actually do some, like, speaking. You should do some so many things. And I'm like, okay, well, this is so overwhelming. This is not me, right? Yeah, that's I'm like, right. no, yeah. I don't think so. And she's like, no, like, you have the skills. I'm like, mm. what? So I actually started with Clubhouse. And I interact with a lot of people, and I connect with a lot of people. Even though Clubhouse is an audio app, uh, people are probably wondering now, like, okay, how can clean it here on Clubhouse if it's audio app? So my hearing aid is actually Bluetooth, like AirPods. <laughs> so literally, it's like That's a Bluetooth. Cool. Yeah, it's like wireless. It's very cool. And when I met people, when I started speaking, I met a lot of people, interesting people across the globe. And wow. um, that's when I started into podcasts slowly. And and then I ended up meeting a deaf, couple of deaf teachers, and then they introduced me to different um, areas, especially teachers to speak, and um, that's how I got started. And I really taught a lot about inclusion. How can we mm. do better for the deaf community? How can we um, uplift them and to give them support and guidance? And what can we do better? And that's where I decided to 
do my online coaching business. I'm like, hey, why can I help people if I actually can create my own business with that? So that's yeah. when I started doing my business and t- helping people and really talk to different deaf community and also people who are not deaf too, right? I have a came across a lot of people now who are not deaf, but they love my story and they're still inspired. Like, I need you to come and help me. I was like, okay, I'm more than happy. I think that's really amazing as well is to use what you have as a gift to others who are facing some you know, challenges and you're able to help them overcome it. And that's amazing. I think we need more people like yourself who are making a difference that's you know, making a dent into this world. And it's a really great niche to have where you, you target people um, and, and really you know, add value to them. Say, hey, uh, you know, despite all this, you know, if I can do it, you can do it as well. And uh, I know that you, you love the power of, of, of gratitude and how, you know, gratitude makes a massive difference in your personal life. You know, how important is gratitude and how does one experience uh, despite of what they're facing right now, particularly in, you know, disabilities? I would say gratitude is super important because um, I feel like a lot of times it's really dependent on how people use it. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, gratitude is so pointless, Kalina. Like, you know, and, but again, they, they never came across <laughs> yeah. it, right? They don't mm. know how to use it properly. It's really yeah. how they're using it. And for me, I use gratitude based on my vision board. How do I write things? Where do I write it in my room? You know, it's very important to manifest. Manifest gratitude are kind of similar. But I tell people that you have to keep going and your vision's never too small and I think that's why a lot of people don't really gratitude so much because they feel like it's impossible to get through because it's too small or too big to achieve and it's very unfortunate but I tell people gratitude's too important for me I gratitude all the time like yeah I want a nice big house like Drake I don't know you know Gratitude is very important, and I feel like a lot of people don't know how to use it properly, and that's what it comes to how do they use that. So what would be a simple step for them to get started if they're not used to being uh, or have this gratitude routine in their lives? What would be an easy way to get them started to start being grateful, to help them shift their mindset to actually having a fulfilling life? I would say write the list of goals that you want to have in your life. And then when you have all those lists down, Focus on the top two instead of focus on all of those things. Because if you focus on more than one thing, you're not going to get things done at all. And as well, create a vision board. That's the first step. A lot of us are very creative. A lot of us love cutting magazines, put around, you know. And that way you can see, like, oh, my God, like, this is my vision. And when you have that vision right in your room, please put it in your room. And a lot of people put it in the living room. And I'm like, no, why would you put it there? You wanted to look at it. <laughs> Every single morning, like, yeah, I want to see this. I want this. That way, I feel like when you see something visually, it will, you have more motivation versus things that just on your phone. It's yeah. more important to have a face. You know, I ask this question to every guest that's on the show. What is your meaning of motivation without the hype? And how do you use your motivation for personal success? For me, motivation really started... I don't really have a motivation. I have consistent. I'm always consistent. But um, I feel like to have a motivation, it could be because my grandmother passed away and my godfather passed away three to four years ago now. 
And so they were my motivation to stay. They're my guiding angel. Yeah. Um, so they are my motivation. And I'm always consistent because they passed away. And they are my two very important people in my life. And yeah. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much, Kalina, for, you know, again, just you as a person and to have you on our show is such a privilege to have you. So guys, for more information, how you can actually get in touch with Kalina, uh, look at our show notes. It's all provided on the links from IG as well as her website. If you want, I highly suggest and recommend that you follow her, subscribe to her and really connect with her. So if it really resonates with you and it does today, please get in touch with her. She's able to help you out and provide you the greatness that you deserve. So if this episode has been helpful and uplifting, we'd love for you to write a review to inspire more listeners to get plugged in. We will continue to provide high-value content in each and every episode. Now, if you don't mind sharing this podcast show on social media by inviting others, it would mean the world to me. Every time you tag me, we will get the opportunity to share those posts, and together, we can make a difference in the lives of others through inspirational messages just like this. So there you have it. In closing, continue to unleash your greatness and tell yourself that I can, I will, and I must. We'll see you on the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,